Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Imani Wilson, and welcome to another episode of Bombastic with yours truly, Imani Wilson. Um, thank you guys once again for um, listening to this podcast, tuning into this video. Um, you can absolutely take this time to subscribe to the YouTube channel, click that little uh, bell thingy there, and then also subscribe to this podcast available on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, and all the other platforms on which you listen to your favorite podcast. So now that we got all the business done, let's get into it, shall we? Um, Again, welcome back. This is uh, episode four, officially, of the podcast. Um, I'm feeling excellent. You know, I hope you guys are feeling excellent, too, listening to this. Uh, it's just, like I said, consistent weeks back to back. You know, I'm always feeling good. Like, like, th- like this This is almost like my thing now. You, you know, it's like you have to deal with everything else during the week. But if you have like a, oh, well, you know, like, you know, I'm going to the gym now because I want to be able to look good for the this trip I'm doing or like, hey, dude, you know, I just picked up this hobby. This is my thing. This is like the thing that I'm like going real, real hard with along with so many other things. So I just feel really good. Like I said, you know, I can go on about all the feedback, all the love, just being showered with love from just a bunch of folks. So I, I feel fantastic. Um, just, I guess, to just take care of more business about me. Hold on. Let, let me also clear something up as well. You probably heard this in the opening of it. Um, I got a scratch. But yeah, um, new theme song. Okay. Um, he, here's, here's the thing. And I had to fucking pry this from him like so shout out to dana j first of all if you're hearing this okay because that that's that's the producer the composer of the particular song you know of the new theme song like i said you know that this is this is the new intro right now hold on let me go ahead and bump this for you real quick it's coming in starts off very smooth and slow watch this hear that shit like you just picture yourself just like down the street bumping this whatever the case may be you're listening to this podcast like yo what is he on about what is he doing there goes a drop hear that shit isn't it jazzy isn't it smooth shit is ill i don't mean to go ahead and you know go ahead and take the first few like minutes of the podcast to slow it down to play music but I thought like I had to go ahead and do that because the fucking new theme song. I've been waiting for a new fucking theme song. I had another track that I gotten, you know, from some like royalty free site online. I was like, no, fuck that. I know too many people who are musically gifted for me to not go ahead and get a track. So that's what I wanted. I just wanted something smooth, something that was me. And like I said, that's very chill. I picture myself off of an, you know, I picture that like an October night somewhere me in like in like new york with like a nice jacket on you know some nice tailored pants to where you can see every inch of the high tops that i got on so you know i i just like it it's very swanky very smooth so i liked it so that's the that's the new fucking theme song but um as i go along because you know i'm sitting there checking fucking show notes like a motherfucker off of my big ass you know ipad um and that's another thing as well. Like, I'm totally, totally changing the show. And the main reason why is uh, I'm sticking to the core things, but 
I'm in this weird phase right now where I'm just looking just to experiment to see what really ticks. You know, like I said, I've loved the feedback that I've gotten from folks, um, you know, from for many people who've told me about like, hey, dude, you know, you should totally, um, you know, check this article out or dude, you got to see this. Or, Yo, have you heard about this? So I love all of that. But then even while I'm doing that, I'm still continuing to like sort of experiment to see exactly what works. Like I, I'll be able to go more into it. But before I get into the show, this is like the portion where I speak about myself. I'm kind of getting over buying shit, especially shit that I don't really, really need. And I think the problem is that, you know, as you're brought up, it's like, hey, you know, if you really want nice things, you got to work hard for it. So it's almost like your payoff and satisfaction is in material things. It's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead, grind out, do a great job at work, my business, whatever whatever the case may be. And then the payoff is... I get bank, and then once I get the bank, then I'm going to go and go spend that on whatever it is I may want. Like, for me, I've got a crazy Converse collection. It's not the best. I'm not going to say it's absolutely the best. I know folks who got better, who got more, and just, yeah, but it's a passion of mine. Passion of mine is I'm a little bit of a gourmand. I like to go out, restaurants, you know, eat in nice places. I like random day trips where I just go off and explore and experience stuff, so... I think I'm just, I'm almost, almost at that point where I can stop just buying shit. I, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm, and it's strange because I know when I get to that point, it's almost like I'm going to wonder, like, dude, where was all of this other money? Like, I'm going to notice and it's like, dude, I stopped buying stuff. And then eating outside, it's like, dude, I stopped eating outside. Now, granted, it's like, you know, I'll probably take that money in and still you know, transmute that into, you know, something else that I'll like put my energy into because I'm getting to that part as well. But uh, I just, I just feel like, you know, like often, especially in the US and especially being a young person, you know, we put a lot of fucking stock into like material shit. I mean, like a lot of material shit to, to the point where it's like, that's just all that, you know, it's that it's like, you have to literally, you know, work hard, get nice things, then maintain those nice things, maintain the nice image of those things, and then continue to acquire even nicer things. And then from there, you need to continue to reach these different echelons of nice things. Now I'm also starting to get to the point in place where I'm really, really like honing in on that creative spirit. You know, because right now it's like I've got about two podcasts I'm featured on this bombastic that you're obviously tuning into. And then there's the Limit Your Fears podcast, you know, featuring me an ensemble of amazingly beautiful, funny, talented people. And I'm telling myself that's not going to be it for me in podcasts. I'm sure I'll be looking forward to producing a couple of shows. There's a couple of shows actually down the line that um, I'll be producing, but that'll that's a much larger plan. Um, right now as it stands, um, I'm actually working on my first feature feature, like my first actual independent, independent debut feature, because the thing is people always tell me, so like, what is it? What is it exactly that you do? And I tell people I'm a filmmaker. Oh, okay. Can I see your work? I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't know if you want to. And the main reason why I say that's because I do, I did a lot of like corporate stuff. I did like a lot of stuff for business. I did a lot of stuff for you know, different organizations and institutions and things like that. So 
this is going to be the first project that's actually fully fleshed out from me, an original idea and concept, and boom, I'm just going to put it out there as the beginning of many different ventures like it. Just because, you know, I've been in this arena for so long, and I've just been like a hired gun, if you will. Everything's just been like, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But never took the time to really say, you know what, I'm going to take a bunch of my original stories because I got scripts. Like when I say I've got scripts, I got scripts, different genres, different like lengths for different platforms and and mediums. Like, yeah, I, I got scripts. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm thinking right now I'm in the mood where I'm just I'm going to just go ahead and do a bunch of nursing on my scripts because I'm very fickle about my writing. Um, I write like how I talk. So it's. You know, it's a little, 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 little dicey. So I'm, I'm probably gonna go ahead and get um scripts revised, and then from there, going straight into pre-production. You know, or better, excuse me, going to casting. Then from there, consider all of the elements of pre-production, and then boom, hopefully have something by like summer, summer's end. But um, you know, I'm just looking forward to that. And like I said, you know, right now I'm just, I'm just changing my mindset. Like different things I'm looking to expand on. I realize like. I also want to read more. Like, I'm one of those weird people, and maybe you can attest to this. Like, I'm one of those folks that I read for information. I can't read for entertainment. So, for example, someone's like, oh, dude, this Stephen King book. Oh, my God. Like, dude, you got to read this. I'm like, okay, what am I getting out of this Stephen King book? Is he telling me about some sort of applied science? Is it something in regards to some, like, you know, tips towards creative writing. Cause otherwise, if you're just telling me, oh, well, no, it's a, it's a really compelling story. Like if like, it really just pulls you in that just hasn't like, I don't, I don't know what happened outside of school, but at some point once school was done, I got kind of like turned off to that kind of reading. I mean, granted you had some things like some manga, some creepy pastas online, some fanfic stuff that I thought was just kind of interesting but no, nothing that was ever engrossed in where i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna take i'm gonna take in all 300 of these pages and and just really dive like i don't know like i'm the sort of person i read for information i'm there to get whatever that particular subject or that or whatever's in between the pages of the context and i'm absorbing it and then hopefully applying it that's the kind of reader that i am so I need to go ahead and get into reading. So if you know of any books, and granted, I'm into things like travel, culture, um, design, art, history, fucking love history. Like, yes, give, give me give me like a history of, you know, the Moors. Give me a history of like, you know, the, the, um, the, the great philosophers of like Rome or something like it. You know, anything along those lines? Yes, I'm, I'm a history buff. I love that kind of stuff. So... You know, you got any book suggestions? Let me know. Like, I look forward to um, getting your feedback. But, um, yeah, just looking to expand on my horizons. And uh, I'm feeling good because I'm realizing now this is episode number four. That four is my lucky number. So there's something special about this episode. And it's going to be, you know, I, I feel like it's going to be really good. Like, now I'm bearing a lot of soul, you know, as I continue to think about, you know, when these podcasts come out. I'm like, damn it. You know, I feel like I need to do these more in a frequency. Like, I feel like that once a week is not enough because then you think about it, you get it on a Thursday and then so many things may have happened. Like, for example, so much should happen this week. And I feel like now, by the time you get it Thursday, it's almost like a whole week since that's happened. So I'm just kind of like, uh, 
Okay, I got a weird friend request from some weird looking dude. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he looked like he looked like one of the fucking grasshoppers from a bug's life. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, and I just, I just made myself super old, but it's like I heard the computer go off and I was like, oh, okay, and I'm like, whoa. Who the fuck is this dude? But yeah. Um I'm sorry, that that was that was just too random. That was too good. But yeah, man, like I said, this episode is bound to be wild. It just is. I love the number four. Like, dude, I wanted the number four tattooed on me so bad. Like I got ta- I got a uh, quarter sleeve all on this arm, you know, from a couple of artists. Shout out to the boy Kurt Kurt the Tap Man. Got this one from boy uh Heroes Inc. So, you know, I, I definitely wanted the number four tattooed on me, but I wanted it in typography. And that's like, you know, if you've ever seen like an image, but it was made up of words. So I just wanted the number four and like as many different ways as you could spell out the number four in the shape of the number four. I just thought that was thought that was just a dope concept. Now, if you take that concept, I want you to go ahead and now consider that that was my idea. And I want to now entitle that design, that idea, um, Taylor's Complex. That's it. That's it. So if you're going to go out there and do that, or if you're going to go create art from that idea, you need to entitle it, entitle it Taylor's Complex. You're fucking welcome. It's me giving back. Oh, me giving back. But, um, yeah, man, I, like, I, I really, really love, like I said, you know, the sort of space I'm in right now. I'm like in this really, really nice, comfortable zone. Like I've called it a certain level of insanity because literally... Every day I'm thinking of like something that I'm going to do, something that I'm going to say or or, or what, what's the next thing I can look for, look forward to talking about. I always review my old um, episodes as well, you know, just constantly looking to build and build and build and think of different ways to like enhance the show in some in some kind of capacity. And I think more than anything now, like I'm just looking at goals. So I plan to have other human beings on this particular show. So it just won't be the, Hey, he's just, he's just like a, you know, one man band where he goes in and, and almost in a very strange, insane way, just rifles off a bunch of brain diarrhea about, which sounds nasty about, you know, whatever is going on for him in his world, particularly. And then for my editor's sake, I hope they're fucking ready because we're going to do lots of this shit. Because I'm telling you, I'm at the point where I think this, I think for this particular week, this is going to be the last week that I just do the single weekly podcast format. I think I'm going to ramp this motherfucker up. I mean, it may be shorter in format. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that would literally be me going from like, hey, I'm going to do one hour a week to then three hours per week. Because then at some point people would be like, all right, dude, listen, you know, I was trying to follow along before. I know you did a little segment videos on YouTube. What the fuck? Which speaking of that, let's go ahead and have a, a, a real talk conversation. OK, this is a free show. If you want to support the show, there's links to go and do that in Anchor. Um, I believe I include the links also on YouTube, but this is a free show. Now, down the line, my goals are to absolutely look as look into as many ways as I can continue from this. I want to go ahead and then like spin off a series from this. I'm going to spin off a bunch of original merch and all those other different things and actually do live shows and actually do stand up. 
because I think a part of me is actually funny and my own weird little twisted sense. I think I can, I think I'd be funny. I think, you know, I can do, you know, like a good 15, 30 minute set. I don't know if I'm there for like a whole hour, but I have bits that I have lined up. See, the thing is, is I don't necessarily drop it online because I'm such a, 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 a zero on the, on the, on the on the level of, of online social media that if I put it out there then would be like oh well you took that from that guy I mean people would be like okay but no one saw it so you know it's a slow build slow burn but my biggest thing is is just looking to maximize on everything that I do so for this show whatever I would earn whatever I would do I would then want for a nice at least a quarter of those proceeds to go into to go to charity i would want to do that i'm going to do that like that's my intention so i want this podcast to not only be able to support itself which means paying the people that do the design and the production work which means taking care of the marketing so you motherfuckers can see this shit and you can get it and you can dig it download it and all that other sort of stuff to support it stand behind it but then also to be able to give back because it's not just about, you know, about this being a big ego stroke to myself, me wanting to hear my own voice. This is also about being able to give something back. That's the part as an artist that I think we tend to forget is that we're producing to provide, like we're providing perspective. Like that's all I'm doing. I'm not saying I'm an expert on any of the areas or any of the things in which I'm speaking about. I'm just providing another perspective. Might be aggressive, so fucking aggressive, but guess what? It's just another perspective to put out there into the world. So, I mean, that that's the one thing I feel really good about, and that's what I'm going to do. So I figure quarterly, whatever the case may be, probably quarterly, you know, just pick a different charity over that quarter, you know, proceeds of ev- of like a good quarter of the proceeds that I would get from everything from the show would go to selected charities and make an impact. You know, that's my goal. Maybe a little lofty, but yeah, that, that's my goal. But I mean, otherwise looking into it, cause I've spent the good like chunk of this time speaking about myself. Let's actually talk about what's been going on, what I've been doing besides scheming and, you know, and deep introspection and contemplation. I've been watching a ton of Netflix. Like I want to say the, like these last two, two and a half. No, screw that. That's, that's, that's even false. This last month, like, like literally, literally when this, when this podcast was erected, giggity, literally it's just been like loving Netflix. Netflix has been my rotted. Netflix has been my side chick at this point. Like this podcast is practically sponsored by Netflix. I'm just waiting to get my, you know, my little code. And it's like, and you too can sign up for Netflix today when you put in code SMD. But no, um, the thing is, um, I've been watching, unless you've just been under a fucking rock, The Umbrella Academy, okay? I'm going to say now, it's dope. It's dope, it's dope. So now here's the part where I give you some backstory as to why I think it's dope and a little bit about the show. So the show is a um, adaptation of a gra- of limited graphic novel series by Gerard Way. Gerard Way just so happens to have been the former frontman of the... Oh, God, I'm going to get my head taken off if I, if I classify it wrong. Would you consider My Chemical Romance a punk band? Are they emo? I'm not sure. All I know is 
they were the shit when I was a freshman in high school. I remember hearing their original, their like hit song, I'm Not Okay. And I was like, oh, these guys are going to be fucking huge. I think they were out of Jersey and everything. And then fucking Gerard Way, you know, is a graduate of the fucking school I wanted to always go to, SVA, School of Visual Arts in New York. So this is literally his his baby, a graphic novel that he created. Because I remember post his My Chemical Romance career, he was like, hey, I actually want to get into um, making comics and graphic novels and things like that. So he made this in conjunction with Dark Horse and DC, and then thus the Umbrella Academy was born. Now, the Netflix series itself, I think it was really good. Um, I want to say it had about 10 episodes, if I'm not mistaken, about 10 episodes. And... It has the same sort of tone as I would say X-Men, like a, a sort of like plucky X-Men, but with the melodrama at times just because they're so damn dysfunctional of like the Watchmen. So I thought it was really dope. You know, again, you got this you got this family of these like seven of these like seven different individuals who were all born on the same day who were adopted by this super rich um, ex- like eccentric, extraordinary businessmen who decided to say, like, I'm gonna gut and band all these kids together and make a team out of them. And this team are gonna be known as the Umbrella Academy, and they all have their own special abilities. And then, as they've grown up as adults, they've had their own sort of relationships with one another and quirks. And it, it was just wild. I mean, they definitely threw me for a loop when I saw. Okay, I'm like, all right. Ellen Page is in this, so that's dope. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, so she's going to probably be the little, like, mopey kid. And, oh, when you see the series, I'm like, you motherfucker. I knew you were going to be the fucking super edgy person at the end of this series. Because it, it, it just seemed like it was, something was up. Something was up. Then, um, yeah, my um, boy, I'm thinking his name is Robert Sheehan. He's from um, the UK show Misfits. I, I swear it's like his his career trajectory is he's just going to play that dysfunctional guy probably for the rest of his like career because he just has that aura about him like he's just such a fuck up. But I mean, it, it's like it's it's perfect, though. It's perfect. He plays a character known as Klaus who can evoke and see the dead. So it was like, cool shit. They have weird powers like that. Then he had Diego, who was kind of like the Rorschach of the group and, you know, was like super edgy and could like, you know, bend whatever he would throw. In his case, it would always be knives. So he would just fuck people up throwing knives. Um, they had Allison, who kind of looked like a fair-skinned uh, Serena Williams. Like the whole time, I was just looking. I was like, yo, I even told my girl, I was like, hey, I'm like, I'm like, doesn't she look like a fair-skinned Serena? And and I just kept and I couldn't help but but not see it for the rest of the season. I was like, God damn, she looks just like Serena. It's crazy. What pissed me off about her character is she never uses the shit as an adult for the whole show. She's one of those she's one of those character types that are like, oh well, I feel like you know it's it's more of a curse than it is a gift, and I'm conflicted. And uh, I'm like, whatever, dude. You give me powers, I'm using my fucking powers as long as it isn't some like you know self-deprecating shit then you know you had the big you know big hulkish like guy which i'm not going to give anything away about him but you know interesting one the the self-appointed leader and then you know you had another character who was the the time traveling like character with an interesting backstory number five they were always they were labeled by numbers they had names but some of them had numbers as well like they all like they all had numbers but they also had names i don't think number five had a name it was just number five 
if I'm not mistaken. So just very interesting. I like the show in short. I mean, like I said, it had, it had Mary J. Blige in it as like a almost like a, an adjustment bureau slash MIB like operative going against the Umbrella Academy, which was fucking hilarious. Her name was Cha Cha. So I'm just like, yo, this whole time I'm like, yo, y'all are wild. And when y'all got Mary J. Blige out here beating people's asses like this, I know those cutaway scenes were a bitch to shoot because, you know, Mary was not out there flipping nobody, was not doing no sort of cartwheels and all that. No, she was not. So shout out to that stunt team. But I think, but again, it, it was, it was good. I liked it. Like I said, it was, it was funny enough edgy enough but then dramatic enough to kind of pull you in it was really engrossing it's like as soon as you started with the first episode you wanted to know more about this world where they've got their alfred like butler who's a talking chimpanzee named pogo who's always been their caretaker or their mother who's a android who looks like she's like something out of like you know the the 40s and she's just always look the same been the same as like she, she's basically like their step for wives like mother pretty much just flat out just flat out she's like a step for wife wife of a mother so a mother bot so you know like i said it was just a really super dope quirky show you could see where in the book and the in the in the actual like source material where there were a lot of inspirations from other popular comics and media but i still thought the shit was fly so umbrella academy is huge on my list you gotta see it you just you just gotta but Oh, God, this fucking show. Ah, we're going to spend a lot of time on this, but I'm going to try not to. Um, Another Netflix show, which apparently isn't so much new, but I mean, it's been out probably for like a month or so now. I'm not sure, but been noticing it more and more on my social media. And shout out to my boy, Vicente Miami V, for um telling me about this one. The show You on Netflix. Um... God, it's, I don't even, like, the, the craziest thing is I wrote, I still have, like, a fuck ton of notes here from what I was writing down about how I was going to get into you, but, you know, before I go there, before I go there, let me, because it's going to get deep, seriously, I'm going to go ahead and take this time to shout out, you know, the drink of the day, the week, the month, the motherfucking year, and of this podcast, water. Because sincerely, this is about to be some shit. Ugh. Firstly, let's talk about on Netflix. Um, R.I.P. to the whole entire Marvel Netflix universe. That shit was gone in the span of five years. Now, if you think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, this is probably their most colossal fuck up since the Inhumans, the limits, the limited series. This has to be the biggest colossal fuck up. And don't get me wrong. I know plenty of people are like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be surprised. Here's the deal. So what wound up happening is that Jessica Jones, season three, and The Punisher from here on out were just canceled at the time of this podcast earlier this week. So that pretty much spelled the, you know, the the death toll to the rest of the Marvel marvel netflix universe that they were forming now i understand that disney is getting into the streaming game with disney plus which is supposed to be dropping soon where you can get all of their old school movies the live action movies the marvel movies all these different things i just think that as a plan overall it was just sloppily executed to 
create these different series and this sort of this sort of like sub universe to the cinematic series and not really have like a real plan in place you can almost tell that they to a certain degree were winging it but they knew they were just going to keep incorporating main title of characters for their own standoff series so it's like for me it all started with daredevil then from daredevil and then spun to was that jessica jones i want to say it was yeah it went from daredevil to jessica jones then it went over to luke cage then from luke cage then it went over to iron fist and then that's when you had the defenders so of those i mean daredevil got the season three you know granted it was great that at least got the season three and but the problem is I feel like they've ended all these series on high notes, like making you feel like, yeah, I can't wait for the next, the next thing that's going to happen. But then you don't know what's going to happen. Like right now, there's a bunch of rumors coming out that all the actors attached to all these shows aren't guaranteed to come back at all. So they're not going to reprise their roles. It's not going to be on Netflix anymore, and at this point, Disney is going to be under the whole Disney Plus umbrella, but I don't know how they're going to necessarily do that. So it's weird. And like and like I said, you know, you had Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, then you had The Punisher, and like I said, of all those shows, Daredevil got the least season three, and all the other shows got the season two except for The Defenders, which which rightfully so because the defenders was fucking garbage i'm sorry um you you can't convince me that sigourney weaver's old fucking ass was the head of the fucking of the fucking hand ninja syndicate like fuck you fuck off don't tell me this old white woman is the head of some fucking asian fucking ninja clan that's been spanned for generations and generations fuck you fuck off no you fucked up that particular fucking spinoff you did you just did the defenders was fucking horrible i'm just calling that shit for what it it is it was fucking bad but the main point here is that i feel like on more of marvel's part they just were reaching to try to find their footing for what they were going to do with no real plan in sight and you would think with having a blueprint like you do with the cinematic universe that the that the netflix portion of it was going to be fucking easy I understand some people like, oh, well, it's different to make a whole season of a show than like a, um, a a two hour, you know, an hour and a half movie. Granted, yeah, but if, but if you think about it, those movies are just trilogies. These seasons could have also just been trilogies, and then the eventual spinoffs where you have the collaborations. Why they didn't think to themselves like, hey, we're gonna pretty much give everybody three seasons. Okay, and then we're going to go ahead, we're going to go ahead and have two seasons of The Defenders. And then once we get there, then we're going to introduce, then we're going to introduce the, the other broader spinoffs to say Heroes for Hire, for say Moon Knight, you know, for, um, you know, Daughters of the Dragon, you know, different, different rumored stuff that we thought was coming down the line, but now it's never going to happen. It's just never going to happen. I mean, granted, props to them for giving these obscure Marvel characters some spotlight. Because, again, most people are like, oh, Daredevil, right. That, that was that uh, Ben Affleck movie. Only thing good about that was Michael Clark Duncan, Kingpin, and his uh, reference of saying he was from the Bronx. Otherwise, everything else about the movie was fucking horrible. But for him to be like, go home, Wesley. I'm from the Bronx. We got a certain way of doing this. So I was like, ah shut the fuck out um otherwise daredevil's like no people eh, people don't give matt murdoch his due jessica jones 
I mean, admittedly, I'm not the biggest Jessica Jones fan, but this has probably been the most I've ever heard of her come up as a character. So that was cool. Luke Cage. I always thought Luke Cage was very, very corny. Like, I still, to a certain degree, think he's sort of corny. But I like that his campiness was like that black exploitation, like, you know, Black Caesar and all those other old school, you know, Dolomite, like those old school sort of like, you know, throwback black exploitation films. Like, that was cool, especially in the modern era and especially in Harlem where I was part, part where I partially grew up and I was like, yo, I know that particular place. Dope. Like, you know, just all that, all of that sort of stuff. All that sort of stuff. So, I mean, they did a really good job highlighting some obscure characters. They just fucked up tremendously in execution. So, RIP to um, motherfucking pour some... Nah, I ain't pouring that shit on my carpet. You crazy. Um, RIP to the Marvel Netflix series. I feel like it was haphazardly done. Hopefully, they don't take too long with regrouping and figuring out what they want to do with the particular series down the line. I think everybody loved everybody in their roles. For Danny Rand, but um, other than that, you know, I I hope hopefully that Disney decides to breathe life back into it. You know, bring folks back, and now instead of giving us those those well all the way down to the middle of the season origin stories, it's gonna be fresh in people's minds. All you have to do is maybe take one episode to get people back to back on par with what's going on, and then you can just go in a whole nother direction with it. I mean, at this point, you know, we're, we're up to about three fucking Spider-Men. So you can go ahead and read the, the Netflix, the, the Netflix Marvel series, that little universe that they had is going to get redone. If you can have three fucking Spider-Men, then yeah, it's going to be redone. It's going to be redone. So it's not a problem. But speaking, like I said, on Netflix, though, this fucking show called You. So I'll try to go ahead and be brief because I know, like I said, I'm fucking chunking half of this fucking show into me and Netflix and my fucking love affair of speaking about myself and watching shit online. Um, I'm going to make it simple. It's about a guy who is a bookstore manager, okay, named Joe, and he is absolutely positively obsessed with a broken, just overall mess of a woman and the shit he does to keep this woman in his life. So I'll make it brief. This man is not only stalking her i mean going in her apartment which 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 i thought was very interesting he was like the fucking to a certain degree if you had to take it to an anime perspective which i know nerds out there like oh, i love that he's making anime references but um he was almost like the light yagami of fucking death note of like stalkers though like I'm talking, he was he was real methodical with how he was doing this shit. Somehow he was able to break into this brownstone apartment and be in her apartment. I mean, like go through her shit, you know, see her underwear that she was wearing, you know, get on her computer, see, you know, get on like iCloud and see or iMessage and see how she's messaging her friends. And then and then there was a there were a bunch of times where like he would be in an actual like living space while the girl is in there with her friends or something he's like hiding in the fucking bathroom or he's hiding in like the foyer or some fucking other room to the side listening to the conversations i'm like this motherfucker is like really batman of stalking out here like it was crazy the shit that he was doing like i said i don't want to i don't want to give it away but he was slowly but surely just removing any and all obstacles out of his 
fucking way to be with this woman. And it was wild. I'm talking anybody can get it. Family pets were the only motherfuckers probably safe from this man's reach. But I promise you, she had a cat, and that cat scratched her the wrong way one day. Be like, oh, yeah, so, yeah, Mr. Yum Yum scratched you, and you have a rash now. Yeah, I'm going to have to find a way to kill this cat. And I'm like, bro, relax. You're so aggressive. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, why are you so aggressive? Calm down. You are so aggressive. Because I'm talking, like, it, um, he broke it down to a science. Like, almost every other element in her life, he was controlling and manipulating this shit. And for her, she was just a fucking mess. She's one of these, no offense, ladies, I'm sorry. She's one of these millennial fucking flighty chicks where she's doing yoga, she's taking a million selfies and tweeting shit that she thinks is really, like, quirky and cool. And, you know, was just, like, just out here doing her own thing. She's with some piece of shit hipster dude. She was at one point, you know, then out here drinking with her friends who really ain't shit, but it's her people, so she still loves them all the same. And, like, she was just a mess. I could liken it to, imagine if Forrest Gump was, like, a possessive, like, psycho. But then, at the same time, he's doing all that he was doing in his lifetime for Jenny. I'm like, bro, because I've gone on the record on my other podcast to just straight out say, For Forrest Gump is still like my favorite Tom Hanks movie, but Ginny is such a piece of shit. I will continue to debate till my face is blue about how much of a big piece of shit Ginny was. So yeah, so there was Ginny, and then there's Beck, which is the which is the girl name. So he was Joe, the girl's Beck or Guinevere, but but called her by her last name Beck. So there's Ginny. As far as far as ain't shit, as far as ain't shit. Chicks and and popular media. It starts with Jenny, then you get with Beck, and then you fill in the line from there. But yeah, Beck was right there because she was just so oblivious to how much ain't shit she was. I'm talking like sleeping with random dudes, even though you've been on like six or eight dates with this guy and you're really feeling them. Talking about, yeah, I really like him, this, this, and this. So why are you fucking the random lumberjack dude that you met on Tinder, bro? Like, what are you at? What are you doing? And then from there, like, I'm talking, he would be, like, in the other room while she's fucking somebody else. And he's just like, oh, it's okay. You want to know why? Because I know we're meant to be together. And I'm like, bro, again, why are you so aggressive, son? It just doesn't make any sense. But, God, it was, it was, it was a fucking long fucking 10 episodes. And they weren't even an hour. They were, like, 40 some more minutes. But they filled the shit out of those 40 some more minutes. Honestly, everybody on that show wasn't shit except for two characters. All right? And I'm going to try not to spoil too much when I mention this. Because I think the show's good. And you should see it. The only two fucking pure spirits on that show was Karen Minty. Okay? The, 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 because at some point during all this, not only crazy shit and spoilers, I'm sorry. Not only does he go on like a break from his little obsessive to obsession, obsessive little chick to then go and sleep with the friend of the next door neighbor. Okay. Karen Menti completely goes on this whole little like mini relationship with this black chick i'm like okay joe i see you out here you out here getting your swirl on you got your little misty night looking chick and shit like i can dig it joe like you out here baby you about to get to the barbecue 
you probably been to the barbecue already, Joe. Joe fucks that up. He fucks that up. And she was a good chick. She had a great heart. She was giving. She was taking care of someone and, you know, and the issues they were having in the family, the next door neighbor, you know, like, like this was a good chick, Karen. So, yeah, Karen was the only other innocent, like, pure spirit on the show. The second was Ethan, the dude that he had working for him at the bookstore. This fucking guy was, like, just chilling. He was a book nerd, literary nerd, you know, I mean, brother, you know, probably like, yeah, only black guy on the show, okay, holding it down, you know, just doing the damn thing. I mean, this this dude was hardly at the store, but Ethan was holding it down, his damn self. I mean, like I said, he was doing his thing, you know, he's out there, he got into a relationship with uh, Beck's advisor, you know, I mean, you know, like, Ethan was just a pure spirit. Not even the fucking kid next door was fucking exempt from shit, because he was out there doing dirt his damn self, which makes me think, like, yo, he, I'm like, he didn't fucked around and created, like, a smaller version of him that... As you see as the story goes on, you're like, okay, this is like on some Dexter level shit because somebody made him this way, this way, and now he's making somebody else this way. So I'm just like, yo, I just have to say overall, this is a good fucking series. Like there were times I was just like, oh no, what are you doing? And then other times I'm like, why, why are you hung up on the most basic of basic fucking Becky's man like what are you doing but again it was a story about a guy and his unrelenting obsession for love and the woman that he loved and it was Beck so he murdered he sabotaged he manipulated he did everything he could for Beck and the way it ends and everything comes together and then you see backstories and how all these different pieces had to move to get out of his way it's like holy fuck I just basically just saw like if Norman Bates was Batman this motherfucker and then what killed me the entire time because I know this was in my notes but I just remembered the shit he like he reminded me so much of Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He looks just like Dennis. It was ridiculous the whole time. I'm like, yo, dude, this is like Dennis if they just allowed Dennis to get real, real dark. Because he would have dark moments like the Dennis system, which was like this character from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Dennis. And his whole system of how he would just come into a woman's life, get close with her, and then just let her go entirely. No. The Joe system is the entire way. It's like get into a woman life, eliminate every other obstacle keeping you from completely having her at your whim, and then lock her down for good. Like that's exactly what it was. So it was crazy. He looked just like fucking Dennis, and I saw it on the internet. And so I was like, wait, somebody had to make this fucking association, and they did. That's why I love the internet. So. Yeah, man, fucking Netflix has had me completely locked in. I'm going to feel bad when there's like a dry spell of some shit on Netflix because I feel that way about like movies now. There aren't really any movies or anything out right now that I want to see. Like there's just, I mean, I know Captain Marvel's coming out next month, but uh, I don't know, guys. I mean, I'm not buying into the hype right now because you got a bunch of angry, you know, neckbeard dudes out there now like, fuck that, you want to talk about it? you don't want White guys, I get all of that noise. I mean, let, let, let's let's not make this like the whole female ghost buster shit because that's not what this is. 
I personally think outside of the noise and the bullshit, this looks like it could be one of Marvel's weakest outings. And I think that's just because of how obscure Captain Marvel is, but yet how OP they're making her as well. And don't get me wrong, she is an OP character. Okay, trust me, she's a fucking very much OP character. I'm trying to remember. Oh, she's got like this whole binary mode where she pretty much has like a Super Saiyan, Dragon Ball Z reference, Super Saiyan, like she has the strength of a star, like power to where she fucks shit up. She's supposed to ultimately be the the end all be all to take down fucking Thanos. So I get it. She's OP as fuck. But I guess because they're doing this really heavy handed like, yeah, girl power. I'm like, that's dope. But DC didn't have to do that for Wonder Woman. And I get Wonder Woman's an iconic figure, so you don't got to do that. And it was she was heavily anticipated, but they didn't really beat the death that it was. Yeah, because you want to know why? This is Wonder Woman. I'm like, okay. Because Captain Marvel, they're like beating the chest of the whole like girl power movement. I'm like, yo, listen, that's dope. I just want to see this good. Because so far from what I'm seeing... A little shaky. A little shaky. So, other than that, I'm like, I'm not seeing Dumbo. I'm not seeing fucking Medea. Like, I'm not seeing all these other movies. Like, I'm like, I think the one movie I can look forward to is uh, Us. We went from you to then Us. So, that that's the only other movie I think in the coming weeks that I'm really hyped to see. It's like Captain Marvel, see it a matinee. Us, yeah, I, I, I gotta see it. Jordan Peele's too much on a roll. Like, it, he just really fucking is. So, um, as far as like media and things that are currently going on right now, I think those are interesting. As far as gaming is concerned, let's talk about the big daddy so far, you know, taking everybody by storm apex legends. They just announced a, um, new gun coming out called havoc. So shout out to that fuck boy of my, uh, gaming group havoc. Cause there's a gun named after him, but not spelled the same way as his name, but either way, um, <laughs> people are like, Whoa, again, aggression <laughs> but um yeah um yeah so there's a new gun coming out to um apex legends and that's cool because that's at least showing you now that they're like hey we got everybody going for these last like week and a half to two weeks now new guns now twitch skins which you get a skin if you're um if i think you have twitch prime i think if you will or if you link your your twitch account you know you're, you're able to get a skin through um through a so I'm 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 just I'm just interested to see how how all of this goes. So far, as far as a battle royale games, I don't like them, but I actually like this game. I, I can't explain why. It just feels like it. I feel like of that battle royale genre, it's got depth to it, and I think the depth is that the characters' abilities, the fact that you can be so heavily armored and and just I'm telling you, that map seems way more immersive than Fortnite's map. Just in my opinion, it just seems that way. So uh, Apex right now. It's got me going while Overwatch is kind of somber. I almost, as I'm going through my video games list, almost got the far, the new Far Cry New Dawn. Not getting it because it doesn't have any PvP. There's no online multiplayer versus. Like, I don't want to do a... Uh, like, I understand they have co-op multiplayer, but you're talking about a game that the developers of the game said has an eight-hour campaign. If I have another motherfucker with me, that eight hours becomes like three and a half that quickly. No. And then you got friendly fire too? No, my dumbass friends are going to shoot me in the ass. No, I'm not dealing with that shit. So no. Far Cry New Dawn, not doing it. Not doing it. 
I thought the $40 was like, okay, this ought to be cool. Maybe this is like a little spinoff until they get to the next sequel. I'm avoiding Far Cry New Dawn. I'm probably going to get um, that, that new Trials that's coming out. I think it's called, what was that? Trials Rising? Yeah. I'm going to get the new Trials, though. Because that one, I think, is something like a $30 game. Which, shout out to game developers not beating us over the head with the $60 games. Because that shit, like, I'm from that era where I watched it go from, like, I think it was, like, 40 to then 50 and then it goes to 60 and then depending on where you are and you do the taxes like 65 so for me to see those 30 dollar games i'm like okay this is this is dope like i i like it and again these are coming from triple a companies even for the indie ones that come out I, I support the hell out of a lot of indie games so you know still dope i still think i'm gonna get trials though because if you've ever seen the trials games it's one of those games that you will literally just lose your shit trying to do the simple of like maneuvers on these like bmx bikes it's like picture yourself on like an amusement or like or like just seeing the x games and you've got ramps and slopes and shit that you gotta maneuver on this bike and yeah i just picture myself going through it because whenever i'm on a game i just want to again just be completely lost in it so that means i'm raging because i'm on a fucking bmx bike and i can't get over a hill i'm gonna use my willpower to get the fuck over that hill but needless to say um yeah so gaming's in a nice little uh interesting spot as well but i am thinking speaking of all things gaming and raging of doing streams i'm thinking of doing streams and let's plays i think the only reason why i haven't is because i don't like that whole you know like hey let me go ahead and set up my gaming chair my green screen background be in the corner and just blah 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 blah, blah and tell you this and this I, I'm so focused when I play games. There are moments where I'm deadly quiet, and then there are moments where it's all I'm doing is, is just screaming. I mean, just outright screaming, like, no, no, like, stop, stop, no, what are you doing? Like, so I'm trying to figure out if that's something I want to do. I think if I'm going to continue to modify with this hybrid, with this format, you know, time and time until I get, until at least I feel that there's a certain sweet spot. Cause I feel like it's early enough to continue to, to continue to experiment right now. Cause like I said, we're on this journey together. You know, it's me media and the shit that's going on like stupid bendy phones which i'm glad i just mentioned because there's no fucking way i'm spending almost two thousand dollars because samsung has a new phone now i was like hey guess what you can take this phone and do this to it i get it bro but that's fucking dumb <laughs> like the thing is it's dumb why would I ever need to do that i never thought to myself you know what would be lit about this if i could just and then have it sitting doubled in my pocket. No. No, fam. No. And I know you're like, yo, why are you so aggressive? <laughs> like, seriously, it's just something new. I'm like, fuck that. I don't want that. What I'm looking forward is when the next phone comes out, it's got 5G coverage, but it's got 5G coverage available with a better battery for the new 5G coverage and it pretty much is a new, it's like, it's like the newest member of my family. Other than that, yo, this is a fucking, this, this is an iPhone 6S right here. This is exactly what that shit is with a very shitty cover, but that cover protects that motherfucker. So I'm waiting until that new phone comes out. That makes me go, I got to upgrade to it. Other than that, all these little minor slight upgrades, meh, meh. So 
needs to say, I know I went, I, I hopped from like, yo, I don't want to be a streamer that just rages and is often quiet and shit. But like I said, I'm thinking about it. If there is a, if there is a, a, a feeling that I get with folks are like, yo, like I said, you can leave the comments. Let me know. I live off of you guys feedback. I aim to please. And I aim to just have fun with this whole thing. So if you guys think that along those lines, me streaming certain games is like something that's dope or you guys, especially if you're on PlayStation are like, yo, like, yo, you should definitely be online or you should definitely play this. You let me know. That's something I'm considering. But, um, as a go ahead, go out. Let me see. Um, we got to mention about the wild shit, of course, that is live from the comment section. So I thought this was interesting. And I got to go and break this down because it was just funny as fuck, okay? Because like I said, the internet is unrelenting and they, they there's no there's no chill. There are no days off on the internet. Like I said, I've become that person now that vicariously just, just, just I, I just hang back and just experience the internet. As much as I'm a part of it in social media, I experience this shit like it's a show. So I was on fucking Facebook. I don't even know who... Who even put me in this? But some dude this past like week of this podcast when it came out put, all right. So as a lady, you eat a two piece, meaning like two pieces of chicken. He's like, you eat a two piece. If you ain't full, you fill up on mashed potatoes and biscuits. Don't ever sit up in front of a man and eat three pieces of chicken. That ain't ladylike. Now what I thought was funny was, I didn't know if that was just him putting some shit up on Facebook because that's what this shit is on Facebook. Like, yo, I'm just going to just say some shit and just put it out there. Fuck it. Or if he was like really like fucking hard up, like, yo, th like this, these are my beliefs, bitch. I'm, I'm fucking put my beliefs out there. But the fucking heat that he caught from ladies. Oh, my God. You ladies came out and roasted this motherfucker on Facebook. This shit was hilarious. Like, I'm looking in the comments section. They had a picture of him because because they went to his profile and just fucking tore him to pieces. They took a picture of him sitting in like a restaurant and said, you got the nerve to tell somebody was not ladylike when you drinking a ladylike cocktail. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just like, and they were getting like thousands of hits on this. Like she put that up there and got like almost 10,000 hits off of that. Then from there, some somebody said it and oh, forgive me, but I, I just got to I got to go. She put up here, this one, this one woman said, ain't nobody, ain't nobody about to take advice from a nigga that get paid to make fake Newtons. So apparently he works for like, what is that? Nabisco or some shit. But yo, like it's fucking crazy. Someone said it's decorated real ladylike too. I think he know a little too much about being ladylike. And then some, and then some chick up here and said, can y'all at least give women a hundred percent orgasm before you guys tell us what to do and what not to do again, thousands of likes. Then another one, who the hell cares what great value Akon here thinks? I'm like, again, off of one comment, the ladies came in to defend their fucking love for chicken. Look, I don't give a fuck if you want to eat four pieces of chicken, okay? You could have two breasts and two thighs, preferably from, from fucking Popeyes, and they better be fucking spicy, because otherwise, bleh. Go for it. I don't give a shit. Don't, don't, don't have, don't, don't have people feeling like they have to worry about their own self-consciousness and their own image and stuff like that. Oh, it's not lady. Like, uh, come on. I, I don't, I don't give a shit. Trust me. I, I don't. 
But I mean, to see this shit though, this was fucking hilarious. Like, ladies, you guys fucking took the cake for this. Like, I'm just going through this now. Someone said, oh yeah, this one dude said, this comment section is why I love women because y'all are funny as fuck. And this, this shit says, shit be turning me on. One of y'all come roast me. The fuck? Fucking weirdo fucking dude. And then one chick said, yeah, it's like, oh, is that one weirdo? It's like, yeah, and, and, and we all know that guy who's like, yeah, no, 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 we cool. We real cool, but you know. You know, but, but, you know, but, but yeah, you know, we, we like sisters, except that you like, you a sister of mine. That's like real sexy though. It's like, dude, no, no, that, that's not how that works. No, again, gotta mention it. Why the fuck are you so aggressive? <laughs> like relax. Like that whole, he's so aggressive. Like, look at this shit. This comment section is why I love women because you guys are funny as fuck. Like that, that was fine right there. The aggression comes in when you go, shit be turning me on. Like, dude, go easy, bro. Go easy. Shit. Oh, and then, and then there's one chick. Cause I said, I'm sorry. Again, I got to bring it back to the ladies. One, this one, one woman said you, your ashy ass pants and your forever 21 bombing jacket can shut all the way up. You outdated, worried about the wrong thing, ass bitch. And stop and stop skipping leg day, you olive oil from Popeye to Sailor Man, built ass nigga. The fuck you thought? I'm like, again, this heat came from a man making a comment about chicken. This shit is amazing. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, and then and then and then some chick said, This is how niggas sound when they don't eat vegetables. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is going on? Oh my god. You know, I was dying in this fucking comment section. I was having a ball there, dude. I was having a whole ball. One comment section though. Cause Facebook, Facebook finally took the cake. I haven't seen that much heat from a Facebook post in a while. Not ever since dude with the big neck, like dude with the big neck. When that picture of him went online, dude, it was like amateur hour at like all the nearby, like you, you would have just thought like it's a like comedians only. Cause everybody came in there with some type, with some type of neck joke. These women came in there full force on this man. Like I'm talking, that's almost damn near cyberbullying, And he seemed to take it in stride. Cause you would see him laughing and LOL and the shit. So it was fucking funny. But um tweaking shit that's fucking funny. Um if you ever been on and I'm sure you have been, you know, if you're fucking hip at least, uh Instagram. You ever in the comment section on Instagram? You notice and I've and I told you Instagram comments they can vary. You'll get it from people that are always hating on some shit and me like, "Oh, take this down. Or fuck you. Oh, I don't like this and this." Besides the detractors and the hating ass motherfuckers or the attention seekers who are like, "Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, like this comment if you if you think that that person should shut the fuck up." All of that stupid shit does in the comment section. There's a weird wrinkle that's in there. You get these random bot pages which will be like, oh, I have a, I have a huge booty, or are we gonna ignore the fact that I got a big old ass or something like it? And I'm just like, okay, like, and it's funny because if you go on a profile and you're like, well, how what what you know about this? Again, vicariously in the next section, I'm swimming in that motherfucker. So I decide to click on these things from time and time again. I'm just curious. So click on the shit, and it's always like some random. 
like girl who's got like a bikini bottom on and is doing that weird awkward leg thing where the one foot is flat the other one is like pigeon toe because i guess you're trying to show off like a certain level of your hip to ass to side hip ratio whatever the fuck that little pose is about ladies who are listening to this you guys know what that shit is i don't know what that shit is called but it's just a natural stance that you guys do so you always find like maybe two, three pictures or maybe like a whole profile of pictures like it. It rarely if ever is the same girl. It rarely if ever matches the profile picture. And it always is trying to lead you to like some uh, link to see naked videos or to go to private Snapchats and this, this, and this. So it's pretty much a bot spam page. And it's always trying to link you to some shit that maybe is trying to steal your information to get you to pay for play to see these quote unquote chicks with big booties or whatever the case may be point there being there is now a fucking and i'm sure there's more instagram profile dedicated to knocking those profiles down that shit is called bot police i've also aka known as thought police so it's out there getting these fucking thought bots that's what it is like it literally says it's like product and service got a picture of like an old cop you know old fucking cop and it says quotations i've got a huge booty yeah we don't care tag me under those fools to take them down and take them out hashtag no bots by 2020 not gonna lie i think that shit is kind of cool but it's just fucking hilarious because you go on the page and see motherfuckers got 20 plus thousand followers and's made a whole following from this shit but it's just, it's, but like I said, this is just the interesting shit that you would only find in the fucking comment section. That's the shit that always drives me up a wall. Is that you would have never seen it. Like, dude, like, fucking three, four years ago, you wouldn't have seen it this bad. But now, now with all the different things you can do in comment sections now, oh, please. Like, my like, dude, like, half of, the, half of the comedy of a post is in the comment section. It's not about whatever that main post was. Yeah, that shit may have been funny or cool, interesting. But when you go in that comment section, that's when shit heats up. So the bot police, I just thought that shit was hilarious. And then even more so, then they've got an asking for likes police with, again, 20 some more thousand. Tag me when you see a comment asking for likes. Together, we must end this to make IG great again. Because, again, you see people like, oh, like this if you think or like this if you do that. And it's it's like, dude, come on. Like, you now you're making the post about you. It's one thing to just leave a general comment and people maybe agree or disagree or you just have debates and exchanges. That's fine. That That's how you can network. That's how you can make other friends. That's how you can maybe defend somebody who's getting bullied online or report someone for spam or harassment. But when you're doing that, oh, like, like this if you think next time I should wear a purple hoodie. It's like, dude. The post was about, oh, the, it's like, dude, the post was totally about the Grammys last week. Who gives a fuck about you in a purple hoodie? So I get it that maybe, you know, it's just one of those like spammy like things to do, but it's fucking stupid. It's fucking pointless. So I see why people are now like reporting those particular bits. So who knows? I honestly think no matter what, as long as the internet exists, as long as you have the ability to just go into a random space and post your thoughts, you're going to have thought bots, you're going to have spammers, you're going to have detractors, and you're going to have people that are like, hey, like this if you think, or, you know, oh, comment below if you actually think, fuck it, it's going to happen. But I think that um, brings us to the conclusion of this rather rather fun ass episode 
Like, I, I, I just thought to myself now, like, yo, I'm going to really, really be able to kind of just let loose on this thing. The thing with the last episode and maybe the ones before, I just noticed, like, I was just, like, going, eh, like, oh, motherfucking, fuck the fuck the fuck, fuck it, fuck, fuck, fuck. I was like, whoa, dude. I was like, go easy there, dude. Like, relax. So I'm much more relaxed on this, but still mad fucking aggressive. But nonetheless... Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the video. Like I said, if you like this video, like it, comment, let me know your thoughts on the different areas that we covered from the games that I think are kind of mad but interesting. To the crazy shit that's currently out now on Netflix as far as the different things you can be able to stream. And, um, you know, just pretty much give me your feedback. You know, like I said, like the video, like the podcast, comment, subscribe to both the YouTube channel where I'll be dropping videos. Oh, I'm talking weekly. Like we're not stopping, no breaks in between. I'm thinking of doing several videos per week and just letting the content roll subscribe on itunes google Podcasts, stitcher all the other places where you listen to your podcast absolutely subscribe and like this and leave your comments so once again i am imani wilson thank you it has been another bombastic podcast and peace i'm out